People always ask me, where do you record your podcast at? At the crib, in my bed, on my phone, on Anchor. Anchor is free. It has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. They distribute it to all major platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. I make money off my podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Black Girl Experience sent you. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Black Girl Experience. It's your girl, Jasmine Danielle, a.k.a. your favorite hood philosopher. The name of today's episode is Black Table Talk. So I watched the second part of the interview with T.I. and Tiny. And on this episode, they gave a deeper explanation into why they're still together and how they ended up on the brink of divorce and all of that. And it was a very interesting interview. And I'm just here to give my take on it and what I took from it. Now, I y'all can't. The, the stuff that I speak about is not Bible. It ain't, you know, the end all be all for everybody out there. I'll just be giving my personal opinion and I base it off of my personal experiences and all of that. So what I took from this interview was that it's very, very important to be conscious about the agreement that you set in the beginning of a relationship. That's not to say that you can't change your mind along the way. It's not to say that um you know that that things won't change or you know stuff won't come up but you have to be very mindful about the things that you are agreeing to or setting in place in the beginning because I feel like you're setting the standard you're setting the tone for the relationship and a lot of people just feel like you know this is what it is this is what it was in the beginning don't try to change it now so I feel like that's what type of situation it is for them um I cannot say what their relationship is or what it isn't but I can tell you that from the outside looking in it did seem to be very clear to me what it is like I felt like Tiny's body language spoke volumes in their interview and so did his um and I'm not here to talk down on him or nothing because I like T.I. as an artist but the more and more that he's been doing interviews recently and just the way that he treats his wife and stuff like that and you know how it plays out for the public eye he seems to be narcissistic he seems to be very controlling he seems to be very insensitive to women and the issues that we go through um i think that tiny's first mistake was that she should have never decided to give him that full control of their relationship just based on the fact that he wants to be the provider of the breadwinner you know what i'm saying because first of all they've been together for like 20 years now And when they first got together, T.I. was not the breadwinner. He was not the provider when they first got together. T.I. wasn't popping when they first met. You know what I'm saying? Because she still had her career going in music and all of that. So he built himself up over time. But at some point, she decided, like, I'm going to let you just take full control. And I'm going to take a backseat. And I'm going to just, you know, be a wife, basically. Um, So she 
walked into that situation allowing him to be the provider and the breadwinner which is no problem and i do think that a man that is a man's role i want my man to be a provider for my family i want him to be the breadwinner however i still want to be able to do what it is that i want to do financially you know what i'm saying i don't have a problem contributing i don't have a problem with putting money into you know into our bank collectively i don't have a problem with saving something on the side for a rainy day i don't have a problem setting up a financial foundation for our kids while you provide for the household and take care of the household i don't have a problem with that you know what i'm saying i don't want to be a stay-at-home wife or mother and i'm gonna make that known from the jump so You know what I'm saying? I have my own dreams. I have my own goals. I have my own ideas that I want to pursue. And Tiny was one of those women. She was already in the music game. She already had her foot in the door doing what it is that she wanted to do. She already had her own money. So it wasn't like she got with him and was expecting him to, you know, just take care of her. And for me, you know, I'd be damned if a nigga told me that, oh, I'm the provider, I'm the breadwinner, so you got to stay at home and not work. Like, nigga, what? Absolutely not that sounds like you're trying to control me you know what i'm saying you're not allowing me to do for myself um and just because you're a provider doesn't mean that you should be stopping my bag if anything you will want more money coming into the house i feel like so i'm not one of those women that want to sit at home and wait for you to dish out money here and there for me to get my hair done for me to get my nails done for me to do whatever it is that i want to do i want to make my own money You know what I'm saying? And I'm not going to sit up here and tell you what to do with your money because that's your money. But you should be a provider. So I'm but, you know, I'm not going to be telling you what to do with your money. Um, And you shouldn't be telling me what to do with mine. Um, You know, I would I just would never want a man to tell me that I can't pursue my radio or my podcasting dreams or my acting dreams or whatever or my music dreams just because he's the provider. You know what I'm saying? I want a man that's going to be supportive of me and all of my endeavors. I want him to be understanding of the fact that whatever I make, I'm bringing it back home to our family. You know what I'm saying? I'm not just out here buying bags or buying cars or buying weave or doing no dumb shit. Like, I'm going to be contributing to the pot. So I think that's where she went wrong in the beginning with that. Um, And... You know, it's it's a very, like, common topic now or, you know, I feel like it's always an argument now with who should be the provider. Should a nigga pay all the bills? Should it be 50-50 or whatever? Like, I feel like it should be based on your circumstances and your personal situation. I feel like it's different for everybody. I also feel like back in the 90s, that was a different time. The cost of living was totally different than what what it is now. Um... I just feel like the lifestyles and every... I feel like everything was different. I don't know if my father was 100% the provider for the household. I just know everything was always taken care of. But I don't actually know if any of the women that he was with at the time, I don't know if they contributed or not. I don't know how it went. But I just feel like whatever works for you works for you. You know what I'm saying? It's always an argument in today's society. Like, oh, niggas got to pay all the bills. You got to do this. Bitches don't ever want to contribute shit. I, it's really... A case-by-case basis. It depends on your situation. And with the way that shit is set up now, I don't think it's possible for a nigga to be 100% the provider. I really don't. And I look at the people around me in relationships and all of that, people that live together, nobody, I don't think any nigga is 100% providing. 
Um, and the niggas that is out here trying to act like they just got that check or what, them be the scammers or the niggas that's doing illegal shit for money. So, yeah, you is, you is paying for everything. You know what I'm saying? But niggas out here really working nine to fives, getting it out the mud. We can't just, they can't just be a hundred percent provider. You know what I'm saying? But it's important to understand if you got a good man and a real man, that's really, you know, a provider or not. But, um, another thing with that is I think, um, it's very important as women just to always be able to provide for ourselves and to never be dependent on a man. Cause if you want to be a provider, that's cool. You could be that. I want you to be that for my family, but don't tell me that I can't make my own money because if one day you choose to leave me, leave this family, or you got to change your heart about whatever. And you have, that's your choice. That that's your, that's your God given right to get up and walk away from me. You know what I'm saying? I can't hold nobody back. Um, but if you choose to do that, I have to figure out how to provide for myself and for my kids. You know what I'm saying? So I'll be damned if I be locked in a house all this time, no job, no education, no nothing. Then I'm fucked trying to get back on my feet because you decided to leave. And trust me, I know niggas that will do women dirty when the relationship is over. You know what I'm saying? The same person that you was with all those years, the person that you claim that you love, it's just fuck you. You got to figure it out. Kids and all. So... You know what I'm saying? I understand why a woman would want to be able to cultivate her create her creative abilities and do her own thing and get money on her own because niggas be on some fuck shit. Um, also, um, he had mentioned that anytime in a relationship, a woman could just up and change her mind about whatever or something about a prenup or women could just change their mind about anything. But he never said, um, you know, what it is that he wanted to change his mind about, which I'm assuming that it's about like being, you know, out here being free, dangling, mingling, doing whatever he wants. And like I said, at any time in life, as an individual, you have the right to choose whatever it is that you want for yourself. You could change your mind about anything. But like I said, he never said what it is that he really wanted to change. And he kept talking about how he went to prison he came back and she just had this this voice for herself and all this other stuff but it she never was asking to do anything outlandish or crazy you know what i'm saying she just wanted to be able to um continue to be an artist she want to make music she want to you know what i'm saying she want to be in her bag she wasn't asking to do nothing crazy like what's so crazy about that um also she never stepped out on him she said that she never had sex with anybody else while they've been married he responded to that by saying oh well i never ever lied to you about it and that's what i mean about him being insensitive like what type of shit is that to say to your wife you know what i'm saying whether or not you lied about it or not that's disrespectful as fuck and you know if she did <laughs> the same he wouldn't be able to stomach we, we he wouldn't be able to stomach it and we already know that because she didn't even sleep with floyd mayweather and he went out and swung on the nigga and all type of shit could have got your ass beat um but i'm pretty sure that uh floyd mayweather wouldn't go you know compromise his career or none of that because that nigga's hands are lethal but um you know i'm pretty sure that he would cut her off in a in a second if she stepped out on him or if she did whatever the fuck it is that she wanted to do and 
that's when them double standards come into play in a relationship um another thing that i didn't really like was that he would barely let her get a damn word in when she was speaking you know what i'm saying he was always trying to cut her off or making crazy faces but she was making faces when he was talking to and that's what i'm talking about with like their body language was speaking volumes and you could just tell like she's not really respected she don't really get to have an opinion she don't get to voice her thoughts even the situation even on the part one episode when they was talking about his daughter even though that's not her biological daughter that she's her stepmother and she still just didn't seem like she could get a word in about that either so um i just don't like the way that he treat her he just seems to be really controlling you know what i'm saying he already said that he you know is setting his ways and all of that and it's just very clear um and i just think that's how most people are in life period but i don't i feel like everybody should realize that you know we do all have some not so good qualities or we do have good qualities and i feel like everybody should understand that we should change you know what i'm saying especially if we see if if other people or if you in a relationship with relationship with somebody and they see an issue in your actions or the way that they treat you you know what i'm saying or you just don't seem to be very understanding or whatever i feel like you should be willing to change um but also i can see why they both want to stay together because it's not really much out there I mean, I can't really say that for him, but I, you know, I feel like, um, well, I guess, I mean, I can't say that for him, but not for her because for niggas, it's like, y'all want to go out and fuck around and just fuck with a bunch of Instagram bitches or whatever. understand, like, it's not really a lot of good women out there. Um, but I think she would have a better chance of finding a good, I mean, it's a lot of ancient ass niggas out there too, but you know what I'm saying? When niggas step out, it's like, dang, it ain't really shit out here, but you know, I feel like she could find better. I'm not going to lie. I feel like she could find somebody that is going to better understand her emotionally and be supportive of her and, you know, just respect her. But they've been together for 20 years. They got kids together. Um, you know, people don't like to step outside of their comfort zone and start over. But at the end of the day, I think you have to understand that you are a co-creator in all of the situations that you create or the situations that you're in. And you have to take accountability for the roles that you play in those situations. So, yeah, he just stepped out, whatever. He didn't, you know, he stand firm in the fact that he's the breadwinner, the provider. He don't want you to do X, Y, and Z, but you accepted that. You know what I'm saying? You chose to let that be what it is. So... You can't be 100% mad at him. Like I said, you're always allowed to change your mind or change your situation or whatever. But that's that's how you set the tone for the relationship in the beginning. Um, and like I said, I don't know these people personally, but this is just my thoughts and opinions from the outside looking in. Um, you know, best wishes to them. They are a beautiful couple. They got a beautiful family and all of that. But uh, yeah, that's definitely not the type of nigga that I'll be trying to be with. So... That's all I got for y'all today. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Make sure that you follow me on all platforms at Podcast Bay. I'm Podcast Bay 1 on Twitter. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. Rate it five stars. Leave a review on why you love the Black Girl Experience. Subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Like the videos. Comment. Hit the notification bell so that you never miss a motherfucking upload. That's all I got for y'all. I'm out.